Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tana, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. And today we're going to talk about coping with change and transition. And there are so many life changes, these pivotal moments where everything can shift or major things can shift and it has an impact on our mental health and also our journey home to ourselves. There are changes that we choose and there are changes that choose us. There are changes that are just a part of life And then there are those extraordinary, out of the ordinary, rare moments where life shifts in dramatic ways. There are the normal changes and life transitions that can happen as an individual or in family life. And then there are changes that can be very disruptive and leave us finding it difficult to breathe finding it difficult to find our balance, finding it difficult to navigate these waters. And so I invite you to just take a moment and think about the changes that have happened for you this week or this month or this year, this season of your life. What are the situations and circumstances that have changed you And of course, we are all living with the reality of the global pandemic, but there can also be even within that some specific challenges, unique challenges as it relates to your own journey. During this season, you may be dealing with a change in status from single to married, from married to separated or divorced. You may be dealing with the transition of grief and loss. You may have lost a job or transitioned to a new job or a new role in your job. You may face the change of a geographic move. You may even have some internal changes that you are dealing with, whether health challenges, physical or mental health challenges, financial disruptions, or even financial gains. So take a moment to really just register what are the ways in which my life has shifted internally and externally, socially, spiritually, psychologically, financially. What are the ways in which I have had difficulty making the adjustment to this new normal, quote unquote, or this new season. And initially when change occurs, it can be shocking. It can be disorienting as we're trying to figure out 
what in the world is happening or who am I in this new circumstance? Because I understood myself to some degree in my old life, but now I'm in a new season, a new age, maybe a new city, a new job, a new relationship, a new community. And so how do I make sense of this season? You may even have a new diagnosis. So not only do we deal with the shock and disorientation, but various emotions can come up. You may feel angry about the changes that have taken place, uh, particularly if these changes were not of your choosing. So that can be very frustrating. There can be sadness and grief, the mourning about the changes that have occurred. And some of us who are listening may have changes that are exciting. You may feel proud of yourself. You may have a lot of anticipation that you worked hard for this season. And now here you are, that you were accepted into this program or job or school or you're reaching graduation or you have found new love. And so, or you became pregnant or you lost a pregnancy, lost a child. And so thinking about what are the emotions that you associate with the life changes you are currently facing. And for us to be honest with ourselves about those feelings and to know that you can feel more than one thing at the same time. You may be excited, but also nervous. You may feel frustrated, but also trying to hold on to a sense of peace. You may be anxious and worried about it. And a part of you might feel confident. You say, how can I have confidence and worry? It is possible because we are layered, complicated beings. And so we want to sit with an acknowledgement of how the change is showing up, uh, not only showing up in my emotions, but how has it taken over my thought process, my decision making? Uh, has it been difficult to focus on other things? Or has it been difficult to actually focus and center on the issue that is changing? Have you noticed changes in your body along with the changes in your outer world? And so sometimes it is the body feeling stressed or the body going through changes as uh, we think about aging, as we think about uh, chronic illness, as we consider disability. What are the ways in which your body is showing or uh, letting you know, communicating to you that this is a lot. Uh, some people have weight gain or weight loss, difficulty sleeping or just feeling a sense of heaviness. So let us register within ourselves that this is big, right? That the changes in my life are significant. I don't have to minimize them or overlook them. And as I try to come to a place of acceptance, of acknowledgement, of awareness that this is actually happening, there are some strategies that can be helpful for all of us as we are dealing with change. And the first one I would say is just the acknowledgement that things have changed. I think sometimes we are in denial 
or we minimize and try to think, well, it's no big deal, but significant shifts have happened. And for us to be honest with ourselves about the fact that things are not the same, that things are changing within me and around me, and I need to face that in order to be free enough to move, to adjust, to cope, uh, that requires some truth-telling on my part that I am in transition, transition of my choosing or a transition that just showed up. But my life is evolving, growing, changing in particular ways. And as I acknowledge that change that's happening, I want to choose self-compassion and patience. Self-compassion and patience because there is a lot that is happening and it is to be expected that it would take some doing. It would take some time, some energy, some effort for me to shift in order for me to get to my new normal or to get comfortable with the ways in which my life now looks. And this may be exactly what I worked and hoped for and dreamed of, or it may be very different from the picture I had of what my life would look like. And so I choose to be tender with myself. I choose to be understanding and gentle with myself. I choose to be patient with myself because life changes shift everything. And so there is a ripple effect. Even if the change is only, quote unquote, in one area of your life, we are uh, interconnected, layered beings. And so a change in one area is going to show up in the various areas and aspects of our lives. And so I want to acknowledge the change. I want to be aware of how it's affecting me in the present. I want to choose self-compassion and patience. And then if I am listening to this before the change has fully happened, I want to give myself space and permission to prepare. So sometimes we avoid, we don't want to think about it, we don't want to talk about it, and the avoidance does not stop what is happening. So whether that is a life transition with our own illness or the illness of a loved one, whether that is a relationship coming to an end, whether that is having to move, children who are launching, uh, going out on their own, whatever the changes are. If I can sense at my job that there are a lot of layoffs and I am likely next or it is coming soon in my direction, I want to prepare myself. I want to take note of what I do have control over. There are things that are not in my control, but there are some things that I can choose to do. And so I invite you to think about in this moment, not only what are the changes that have already happened, but what are the changes perhaps that you can see coming down the road a little bit. And depending on your life circumstance, you might have a bit of time 
before it happens, or it may be right around the corner. And so a form of self-care is for me based on seeing the truth and acknowledging the truth to prepare myself to accept the truth of the change. And so what do I need to do to ready myself emotionally, financially, socially, because it's happening, right? It is happening and it helps our mental health for us to be proactive in terms of our preparation. And then for those who say, well, the change has already happened, right? I can't prepare because it's already here. It is still for me to look at what is within my control or within my power, given the change that has already happened. So I recognize what are my options? What are my choices? And then I go beyond brainstorming to actually uh, that behavioral activation, right? I get activated. I take action in order to co-create in order to shape my life, my new life, given my new reality. While you are dealing with change, it's also important for you to set uh, realistic expectations of yourself and of the circumstance. Because sometimes we create stress and frustration, pressure for ourselves when we are expecting ourselves to be superhuman when it, this is new and different and we're thinking we need to be perfect, that we need to have it all under control or that we should be over it by now. We shouldn't have any feelings about it. And so I invite you to remove the shoulds and the judgment and the condemnation and to say, given how my life has been, it makes sense that change would be difficult for me. Given the way my life has been up until this point, it makes sense that transitions in general may be difficult and this type of transition in particular may be hard for me on multiple levels. And so let me adjust what I am expecting of myself, what I am expecting of myself emotionally, but also what I am expecting of myself in terms of my actions or performance or behavior so that I can give myself room to grow into this new season. Adjustment uh, requires growth and growth is usually not overnight or instant, but it is an ongoing process And so I let myself grow and I let myself bloom and I start to see my progress along the way, even if it is not gigantic or dramatic. But I begin to pay attention to what have I learned in this season? What are the new skills I'm applying in this season? What did I discover at this point in the journey? So along with adjusting your expectations, 
It is also helpful to develop a routine or a schedule and to make sure that schedule or routine includes nourishing and caring for yourself. When you're dealing with change and major change, it can be easy to neglect yourself. We can sometimes forget to eat or we can neglect our rest regimen. And so you're up all times of day or night trying to do it all, trying to do too much. And so to say, even though there's a lot for me to take in, and even though this is a big transition, I honor myself in this process by being aware and tuned in of the ways in which I need some level of regularity. I need some level of normalcy, even in the transition. And so I'm going to pause and take time to eat my lunch, right? That even though I have this pile of to-do items that continue to grow, that at this point, I'm going to say, I have done what I could do today. I have done enough for today and I'm going to turn off the lights and I'm going to bed, right? And so to look at your schedule and look at the ways perhaps you have been neglecting yourself and to be dedicated in creating a routine so that you're either not caretaking nonstop, working on projects nonstop, overworking yourself nonstop because you're in this financial hole. So you are working yourself to the bone and it's having an effect on your physical and mental health. And so we want to be tuned in or sometimes if you are dealing with grief or dealing with a breakup, that you are keeping yourself so busy trying to be distracted from your own pain. And so I want to in my scheduling of my life, give myself sacred pause for stillness, sacred pause for me to go out and get some fresh air, for me to go for a walk or look for ways to move my body so that I can care for me even even as I'm dealing with these changes. Then it is important to stay connected. Sometimes when we're going through big changes, we can isolate ourselves, disconnect from others, not want other people to know that we're struggling uh, because that feels vulnerable and we're trying to present like we have it all together. And I want to encourage you both informally in your friendships or with your family and also perhaps formally with a mental health professional to reach out and say, I am not going to try to get up this mountain of change by myself. I don't have to do that. I choose to be a co-journer, right? Who am I going to journey with in this season of transition? And it does not need to be an army of people, a crowd of people, but are there some people or even one person that you can let in to the truth of what this season of your life has been like. And in your truth telling, you'll discover some healing and some restoration 
and sometimes some insight and wisdom as you are talking to people who perhaps have gone through a similar transition in their own lives. So we want to consider that. And then I want to invite you to choose to be in the present. And what I mean by that is when we're going through life changes, a lot of times our attention is pulled to the past. Um, you may have regrets or you may feel like that was the best season of your life and now that's over. And while it is important to give ourselves permission and space to reflect, I also don't want to get stuck in the past. Simultaneously, I don't want the worry about the future to so dominate my life that I miss the realities of this present moment. So while I am going through this change of life, this transition in life, I want to show up with myself in the present, right? I want to take note of both my gratitude in the present, my growing pains in the present, and the challenges of this present moment. So I can look at my current day, my current circumstance with balance. And as I look at it with balance, I can tell myself the truth about what has been challenging about this new season. And then I'm also going to take a look at this season and say, can I see any good, any positive, anything praiseworthy that has come in this season, that has come with the change? And I invite you to give yourself permission to know that the challenges and the positive can coexist. And one doesn't have to erase the other. We just acknowledge that they're both present. And it is important as you're going through these life changes to decide on your priorities. Because as I mentioned with change, there can be a lot of pull pulls on your time, a lot of demand on your mental, emotional labor, and we cannot do everything at once. And so with the change that you're currently facing, to not just list a million things you need to do, but then go back over the list and say, what are the priorities? Even if you say to yourself, well, it all has to get done. Yes, okay, but it won't all be done today. It won't all be done this week. And so I want to begin to rank them so that I am working through my transition with wisdom, that it is not just frantic motion, right? Desperate, frantic motion in a million directions is a setup, right? It goes against my, my wellness. It goes against my homecoming. It goes against my peace. So to have some peace, I need to have some priorities and then appreciate myself for getting the priorities done, even if I didn't get everything done. You see, so it shifts the way I look at my day and look at my week when it, there is not this unrealistic pressure to do everything at once. And so as we think about these various changes and transitions, that we are going through, I invite you to also think about some ways that you can 
bring comfort to yourself in the moment. You know, simple pleasures. Uh, what are the ways that you can soothe yourself, nourish yourself, take care of yourself, show kindness for yourself? And if you're going through the transition with your family or with loved ones or with classmates, how can I also show care uh, within my community, within my family, within my circle, as we are perhaps all being affected by this change or by this transition? And so comfort and nourishment and kindness are ways that I can be intentional about my path and intentional in terms of the ways in which I approach my life change. So it is remarkable to consider all of the changes and transitions that you have already survived. And it is noteworthy and important to remember those changes. So even if you find yourself in this moment facing a mountain, facing an ocean of change, facing a circumstance that is like your world being turned upside down or the carpet being pulled up under your feet to reflect back on the other times in your life when you have faced major changes, when you have had to deal with major transitions to affirm within yourself that yes, this is different. And at the same time, there are some strengths and some skills and some gifts that you possess that helped you to get through those former changes and transitions that helped you to adjust, that helped you to bounce back. And so for you to stir up those gifts, to revive those gifts, to remind yourself of your internal and external resources, to know that in the unfolding of time, I will come out on the other side of this change in transition, honoring myself, honoring myself and giving myself compassion and appreciation. I'm excited as we think about the journey of life and even with the difficult changes that there is within each of us the capacity to reshape, to rework, to revive our own lives in community with others. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.